I am so excited to tell you that I'm finally reopening the doors to my Partnerships Masterclass course, which is absolutely everything you need to confidently build successful partnerships. And successful partnerships unlock an entirely untapped revenue stream for your business through sponsorships, while collaborative partnerships can see you reaching hundreds of thousands of potential customers without monetary spend. So they have the power to both make you money via a whole new revenue stream for your business and save you money with your marketing activity, which is so awesome. I have run this course quite exclusively in the past with really small cohorts of business owners, agency owners, and marketers. So I would say it's incredibly valuable if you're one of these three types of fabulous people looking to build a partnership skill set and revenue stream, or you're looking to offer partnerships as a service to your clients. This course is the most accessible way you can work with me personally as well. And while you have a lifetime access to the course content and obviously lifetime access to the skills and relationships you build as part of this course, you're also really not thrown in the deep end at all because I keep the cohort small on purpose so that you get that mentorship and support from me throughout the whole thing. So we're going to get you so excited about the opportunities ahead for your business, super clear on your growth strategy and how you're going to build meaningful and pivotal relationships. It's going to be so good. And doors open on the 11th of August. They're only open for 10 days though. So make sure you're on the wait list so that you don't miss out. We're actually kicking the cohort off on um, August 22nd. So immediately after the doors open, pretty much <laughs> the course begins and the doors are closed again. So you want to be on that wait list so that you don't miss out. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can access that. And you'll also nab some wait list bonuses as well if you're on there. So I can't wait to see you there. Uh, thanks so much for listening and I'll let you get into the episode now. Hello and welcome to Stop, Collaborate and Listen. We are a podcast about marketing, collaboration and business and we're brought to you by Collabasaurus.com, the matchmaker for brands. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm your host, Jess Rufus, and we are talking sales today, which I think most people have a really negative relationship with. I personally immediately picture those people in colored t-shirts and lanyards in the city, thrusting flyers at you and asking some hooking question to trap you into a sales conversation, which was always supposed to just be two minutes of your time. And there are a few things I avoid more and I'm sure I'm not alone. But the truth is there is such a good thing as good sales and it actually is super easy and isn't anything like that scenario I just mentioned. And sales are so vital in business. So, so vital. So in today's episode, I've got six tips for doing sales well with a few fabulous sales tools you can use as well. So let's get straight into it. Okay, so tip number one is to flip the mentality. You don't have to be the sleazy salesman. We don't have to approach it that way. I think really sitting down and getting out of that mindset is so important and realizing that, you know, you do it your way, do it in an on-brand way, a way that really reflects your personality. We are thankfully no longer in the 1950s and we can do sales in a really great, you know, helpful way. We're not trying to force something on someone who's not you know, going to want what we're <laughs> giving to them. We are basically offering something that's going to help them, you know, with their problem that they're experiencing. And if you have your target market really down pat, that's quite easy to do because you're 
what you have is a solution to their problem and you're basically helping them rather than forcing something upon them. Tip number two is to build relationships. That's what good sales is really all about. And I think this comes down to being a good human and asking questions and actually listening (laughs) to where they're at. Because you know how like bad first dates often characterized by the other person talking about themselves too much? Same goes in a business sense. I think you want to be able to get across what you do and the value of what you do to that person in a sentence or two. And we actually have another episode on that. If you want to scroll back through Stop Collaborate, and listen and find the episode called Selling Yourself, like five tips tips on selling yourself. Um, That's a really good one to listen to if you're not sure how to get what you do and the value of what you do into a nutshell. But ask them about them first before jumping the gun into a sales pitch and build a positive relationship. And you can do this through like DMing them on Instagram, supporting them, asking if you can help, laugh about a meme or send them a card to congratulate them on an achievement. This doesn't have to be sleazy or, you know, salesy in any way. It's really focusing on building positive relationships with people. Sales will come, I promise you, if you, you know, really look around you at who you'd love to work with and just, you know, start supporting them and building conversations with them. And I think a, a big part of this, as I said, is just being a good human. And to be honest, I actually had a sales call slash demo with a software company the other day. And the girl that I initially chatted to was really helpful and excited. And then she passed me on to her colleague to help with the next stage, of which I basically already said yes to purchasing, to be honest. Um, And I was met with a really disinterested attitude. He had to rush from the call and I felt like a nuisance and he started throwing jargon at me. And when I asked what he meant, he got annoyed and kept rushing for me to change complicated payment settings on on like other apps while I was on this call at 6am my time. I said I'd have to get back to him and he almost single-handedly lost me in that sale. So be a good human and be aware that Every salesperson in your team and you as well, you're representing your brand when you're having these conversations with potential clients. Tip number three is to keep a prospects list. I think this is really important because it's so easy to have potential clients drop off, um, you know, a follow-up list or just off top of mind and you forget to reach out again. I really love using Notion as a tool to do this. Um, I think the kind of business that Collabasaurus is, we don't need a fancy CRM just yet. Um, You can use CRM tools. Basically, that just stands for Customer Relationship Management tool. Um, But Notion is, uh, it simplifies online documents and it has great templates for things like like a table, for example, we have a table set up for our prospects list that you have the brand name, the contact, who it's assigned to within the team, like who had the last contact, um, the date of last contact, the um, stage of kind of conversation they're in. Are they a cold lead? Are they a warm lead? Have you already had a conversation with them, for example? Personal notes, which is so important because that helps you build a positive relationship by just remembering where they're at and a few key details in the last conversations that you had. Um, and I think that was basically it. Uh, so basically keeping a prospect list is so important because you won't forget to follow up with people. Um, so Notion is great. A CRM tool is great. You could even use Excel spreadsheet for this, to be honest. Okay. And that leads me to tip number four, which is to follow up. I cannot tell you how many sales that have ended up 
closing based on that embarrassing fifth email. You know when you've sent like emails to people and they haven't responded and you're like, wow, I have been fully ghosted here even after we've had, you know, a great conversation and they said they wanted to see something X, Y, Z. But the truth is so much goes on and we can never know what is going on with any one person that we speak to. They could have had some bombshell be dropped that day or whatever it may be and there's reasons behind why you've been kind of ghosted (laughs) sometimes. Sometimes there's no excuse but uh, I can't tell you how many sales I've closed just by following up and I think it's always on that last one that you kind of feel a bit uncomfortable sending and and often, you know, it's a really nice reach out that is offering something of value but it says something like, you know, uh, just before I close out this conversation, I just wanted to double check, you know, you still didn't want to... um, you know, move this along to X, Y, Z or whatever it may be. Um, And we actually just had this happen the other day. I even said to everyone in the office, I was like, oh my gosh, this is kind of embarrassing because it's like the fifth email with no response. But of course they responded straight away and now they're a client. So it does happen. And you can use great tools like Yesware. I adore Yesware for this. You can set reminders for yourself within your inbox. That's basically like a Gmail and Outlook plugin that you can use. Um, You could also use your CRM tool for this depending on what stage of business you're at but make sure you're following up on your prospects. Before we jump into the next few tips, I wanted to let you know about our brand new podcast called This Is How We Do It that we launched in collaboration with Microsoft Store Sydney. It delves behind the scenes of big, iconic collaborations and we chat to the marketing pros behind them. Our first two episodes alone chat with the marketing experts and founders from the likes of Gelato Messina, Barbie and Maybelline New York, which is so, so exciting. Hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and tune in. We would love to see you over there. Tip number five is to empower your entire team to sell and advocate the brand. So do they know how to communicate what you do effectively? Would they know an ideal client if they came across one? Are they incentivized to make sales, for example? Are they aware of the sales process? I think it's really important to get your entire team across what you do and the value of what you do and sort of like continue to repeat that (laughs) in like regular meetings and all that kind of stuff. So everyone's really confident in talking about what you do and what value you bring to the table and who you would really love to work with. So that if they spot an opportunity, they're incentivized and confident enough to share the business and help sales along in that way as well. Tip number six is to keep and track KPIs. So What I mean when I say KPIs, I think a lot of businesses fall into the trap of putting KPIs that aren't measurable. They're just, it's more like a to-do list rather than an actual measurable KPI. So it's got to be measurable. When it comes to sales, this is so helpful because it's motivating and it also helps you forecast when you've built up data over time. So week to week or month to month, make sure you're noting down how many, depends on how many people are in your team, obviously, but even if it's just you, you know, make sure you're tracking how many sales you've personally driven that week and so that every quarter you can kind of assess where you're at because you know down the track let's say you're you've got a year's worth of data you'll be able to see what worked what didn't where sales came from what's a reasonable amount to be able to forecast and what's a reasonable amount to be able to improve upon that number Okay, those tips again, you guys. Number one is to flip the mentality. Sales is no longer what it once was, thank goodness. Tip number two is just focus on building positive relationships. Tip number three is make sure you keep a prospects list and I love Notion for doing that. 
Tip number four is to follow up. I love Yesware for doing that. And tip number five is empower your entire team to sell and advocate for your brand. Make sure that they are really clear on how to communicate what you do and why you do it really effectively. And tip number six is to keep and track measurable KPIs over time. I hope that was helpful, you guys. Thank you so much again for tuning in. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast. This is how we do it as well. We have some amazing interviews with incredible marketers that go really behind the scenes of iconic brand collaborations. If you'd like to check it out, just search Collabosaurus or my name or this is how we do it in your favorite podcast app and it should come up. Um, We'd love for you to subscribe. Big thank you for tuning in again and we'll see you next time.